Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 8th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word because I believe that this is a season of new levels for us where we've been declaring this all year. Matter of fact, I wrote a book called Level Up uh, Your Life. And so we've been declaring new levels, leveling up all year long. And we've been in this series where we're leveling up with the word of God. We believe that it's a season of new levels, that God has declared new levels, that the grace of God is made available for us to level up. But then we have to provide the faith where God has provided the grace. And so how are we going to level up in faith? We're going to level up tying our faith to the word of God. And so if you want to level up, if I want to level up, we're going to have to level up with the word. So that said, I've been teaching this series entitled Leveling Up with the Word from the Parable of the Sower. We've been in this for months. I told you months ago that we were going to take our time to go through these seven verses, Mark chapter four, verses 13 through 20, and we've been doing it. And so the title of today's message, as we go back to the Parable of the Sower, is very simply, Faith Has a Language. I'm excited because I get to talk about the language of faith today. Faith has a language and we're going to talk about the language of faith today. And let me just say this before I get started. What I'm about to share with you, and oftentimes this happens, like, you know, when you have somebody that's preaching the word or teaching or whatever, um, this is, I'm about to share with you in 20 minutes, things that took me 20 years to figure out, you know what I'm saying? And so that's, that's the power of, of these types of sessions where you can receive something. You're getting insight, wisdom, revelation, and knowledge from, from a man of God or woman of God, who's been walking with God for a certain amount of time, and they can distill what they've learned over decades into a few minutes of time and deposit it down on the inside of you. So that said, let's get into the word. In Mark four, verses 13 through 20, Jesus said, the farmer is like someone who who takes the word with your seed and plants it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the side of the road. And those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, they're susceptible to Satan. And Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that hear the word of God. They quickly and gladly accept it. They say, amen, pastor. They high five their neighbor, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. As soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word that they receive, they're quick to give up. Other people are like seed that's planted on thorny ground. These are the people that hear the word of God, but they have allowed their lives to become full of other things. What are the other things? Jesus gave us three categories, the cares of this world or the worries of this life, the love of money and everything else you want. Selfish desires, a lust for other things. And these other things become weeds. The weeds grow up, choke out the word and the word doesn't work. And so lastly, some people are good ground, say good ground. Some people are good ground. We receive the word of God. We clear our heart from all distractors. We're ready to receive what, what God wants to do in our lives based on what he sowed it in our heart. And then the word produces sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, sometimes a hundred times more. Yesterday, I dealt with why there's a very, there are varying levels of degrees of harvest. And so if you haven't watched yesterday's message, go back to that because I dealt with the 30 and the 60 and a hundred. And you and I, if you're watching this video, I know you're after 100. But as I'm talking about good ground, I wanted to flow in this vein about the power of death and life being in the tongue. Solomon said, the tongue can speak, speak words that bring life, uh, or the tongue can speak words that bring death. And so you got to be ready for whatever you say, because whatever you say, you're going to have. So 
as we're talking about leveling up and we have been all year, my question for you is before I get started, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying about 2021? What are you saying about the season? What are you saying about leveling up? Because you can't say that you believe something in your heart and that you go into your prayer closet and you believe one thing and then you spend the whole rest of the day saying something else. You're on the phone with your girlfriend complaining, oh, this ain't working, that ain't working, this ain't never going to work, this stuff happens to me. No, you can't You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because now your your words of prayer must be followed by words of faith. If not, your words of fear, doubt, and unbelief are going to cancel out the words of faith that you prayed in the morning. And so you have to not only just pray in faith, but then you have to speak the language of faith. So let's talk about it. What does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. Four. As I get into these, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? All right. Number one. Faith begins where the will of God is known. If you've been watching me for any length of time, you know I've, I've taught through this. This is foundational, but I need to like lay the foundation this morning as we build on these four points. So faith is not about God granting you the desires of your heart. Now, when God wants you to have something, he gives you the desire first, and then he'll give you the object of your desire. But my point is that if you come up with something in your heart, not in God's heart, and it's a selfish desire, God hasn't signed up to just give you whatever you want, right? So that's not faith. Faith is not about you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is about God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans. Faith is not what happens when you convince God to give you what you came up with. Faith is what happens when God convinces you. Faith is like something that happens to you. Faith is what happens when you are fully persuaded, when you are fully persuaded of God. It's not, it's not something you're trying to make happen. It's something that's happening to you because God is revealing things to you that were prepared for you, but concealed from you. And the more convinced you get of what God revealed, and now you believe and you receive it in your heart. And you're like, oh my God, you want to do that with me? Okay, fine. I'll believe it. And then now, now you're believing the seed that was sown in the heart. Going back to the parable of the sower. Watch this. It's the sower that sows the word, right? The soil doesn't just come up with the seed. No, the sower, which is God, sows the seed down inside of the soil. Faith is what happens when you believe what God said. When you are so convinced of what God said and what God planned from the foundations of the world, that you are willing to believe it, you're willing to receive it, you're willing to open up your mouth and announce it, and you're willing to perform corresponding actions in this world. Faith is something you say, something you do, a seed you sow. You're willing to perform corresponding actions in this world in order to receive what God, you believe, has already provided Say amen to that. So faith is about the will of God. It's not about your will. It's not about your desires. It's not about selfishness. Faith begins when you know with what God said, whether in the written word or directly to you through the Holy Spirit. So going back to the parable, the soil doesn't get to decide what it wants to produce. No, the soil only produces the word that was sown in the heart, uh, sown inside of the soil by the sower. So therefore, Faith is not something you get to decide that you come up with. Faith is based on what God revealed to you that was birthed in his heart and not your heart. And I told you this before, revelation is the authorization for your faith. If you don't know the will of God, if you don't know what God is saying, if you don't know God's desire over something, anything, whatever it is, then you don't know what to pray. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to ask for. You have to spend time with the father and the Holy Spirit in the word to know what God is saying. And then you can stand on that. The soil can have confidence that the seed is going to produce. You know why? Because the seed came from the sower. So you can have confidence 
that God is going to produce when you know that the seed came from the sower, when you know that you're not pursuing something that you came up with on your own. I told you yesterday, many times I was walking down the halls of the Pentagon. And I reminded God, God, I was minding my own business when you sent me here. I never asked to be here. And so when you know that you're doing something that God sent you to do, when you know you're doing something, you're pursuing something that God deposited on the inside of your heart, the soil can say, I know the word is going to work because the sower was the one that put it down in here. I, I didn't come up with the seed on my own. And so when you know that the sower, God put that thing down in your heart, you also have to believe that God is the Lord of the harvest and he will see to it that there's a harvest on every seed sown. You you know what Numbers 23 and 19 says. You know that if God said it, he has to perform it. If he declared it, he has to make it good. Your confidence is in God and not in you. And that's the life of faith. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, faith believes what God said or what God revealed, no matter how seemingly impossible it seems. So faith believes the impossible. Faith can see the invisible. If God said it, then watch this. As soon as God said it, even though it seemed it, it, prior to God saying it, it was, it was seemingly impossible. But as soon as God said it, if God said it to you, then guess what? The impossible just became possible for you. Remember Mark 9 and 23, all things are possible to him that believes. So faith puts the emphasis on God, on God's power, not your lack of power. So you're not believing based on you. You're believing based on him. So if God said it, then of course, of course it can happen. Why? Because God said it. There's nothing God can't do. So if God said it, then he can do it. It's not my power, it's his power. And this is the mindset of faith. My faith is based on God, his word, his power, his ability, his strength. It's all about him. And the fact that God said it becomes my invitation to experience it. Let me explain. Jesus said in John 5 and 19, John 5 and 30, I only say those things that I hear my father say. I only do those things that I see my father do. And so, so what was he saying? He was saying, as I receive, I release words of faith. I speak the language of faith. Okay. Now let's go to actions. He's saying, what actions do I perform? I only perform the actions that God is revealing to me. So, so I'm only doing the things that I see. He was saying, listen, the father shows me things. He shows me what he's doing in the earth. And this revelation becomes my invitation for participation. So now I'm not walking around the earth. Jesus wasn't walking around the earth, just doing whatever he wanted and asking God to bless it. No, he was walking around the earth saying, okay, father, what are you doing? What do you want me to get involved with? And as the father revealed to him what the father was doing, and he was like, okay, now you want me to participate in that. So the revelation became the invitation for participation. So now since you're inviting me to get involved with what you're doing, I don't have to ask you to bless it because the fact that you asked that you invited me to get involved with what you're doing is, is an indication that is already blessed. So now I'm not doing something that I want and then saying, God, can you please give it to me? God, can you please bless it? God, can you? No, no. No, I'm doing what he wants, what he's already doing. And so now my life is about him. My life is about doing what he wants me to do. So your ability to receive this word or this seed, going back to the parable, and then believe it is critical to you living supernaturally. If you don't know what God is saying to you, if you, if you can't hear what the Holy Spirit, if you can't sense the impulses of the Holy Spirit, Romans 8, if you don't know what's going on, then you don't know what to say. You don't know what to believe. But 
What you do have is the 66 books of the Bible, so you can live by that, right? You can live by that until you develop enough discernment to be able to hear the Holy Spirit, and now you're living by what God said, and you're living by what God is saying, and you're living by both. So you know what to say about your marriage, and your relationships, and your health, and your career, and your finances. All of that is locked up inside of the Word and through the Holy Spirit, and at that point, the, the language of faith is like, if I can believe it, if God has declared it, and God has spoken over me. Now I'm going to say what God said. I'm going to believe what God believes about me. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, faith is about having so much confidence in God that you say what you saw. God revealed something to you. You go into your prayer closet, you come out, you know what God revealed, right? But, but now you got to have the faith to say what you saw. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse 13, the Bible says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. Things happen when you speak words of faith from a believing heart. The spirit of faith speaks the language of faith. It speaks the language of faith from a believing heart. Faith has the audacity to say what God said, no matter how seemingly impossible or how crazy it seems. And when you do this, you are taking God public. You are taking God public. Let me explain. Anybody can believe God in their heart, right? No one knows what's going on in your heart. So if you have stuff in your heart and you're meditating on it, you're medicating on it, you're letting the word of God ruminate in your heart, that's cool. That's cool. Nobody knows what's in your heart though. But when you open up your mouth and you say out loud what's going on in your heart, then now you're taking God public. You are exposing externally what's happening in your heart internally. And this takes your faith to another level. Why? Because you're speaking the language of faith. You have mustered up the faith to say publicly what you've been believing God for privately. And this type of faith is required because God has set up a system in this world where you're going to have what you say. So at some point you can meditate on it. You can medicate on it. You can believe it, receive it. You can think about it. At some point, God is going to want you to open up your mouth and announce it. Because one of the principles of the kingdom is that almost nothing happens until you announce it. So Jesus was walking around announcing stuff. The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. Why? Because there's this principle in the kingdom that you have to announce it before it manifests. And so, yes, you got, so matter of fact, let me just say this. It's not in my notes, but I'm going to slide this in for free. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, there are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So three of the gifts deal with the eyes of God. Three of the gifts deal with the mouth of God. Three of the gifts deal with the hands of God, the hands of God to actually do it. Watch this, watch this. This is what I've learned. So the eyes of God precede the mouth of God, and then the mouth of God precede the hand of God. So God reveals it to you first, and then God expects you to say it second, and then God will do it third. But God is not going to do it until you announce it. And so so if you don't announce it, I'm going to deal with that here in a minute, you can delay yourself. You got to have the, 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 the faith, the confidence to say what you saw, and so you can see what you saw. And let me just say this, anybody can, can say what God said after God does it. Uh, let me give you an example here. Let's say that there's a dude named Jim, right? Jim is born again. Jim is getting insight from God. Jim is meditating on the plans that God is revealing to him. And then the Holy Spirit tells Jim, take God public. The Holy Spirit wants Jim to talk about it out loud, right? He wants Jim to announce what he's, what's going on in his heart. But Jim is scared. Jim has allowed fear 
to stifle his faith. He's concerned about what people are going to say. He's like, well, wait a minute. This is crazy. Like, what if, I mean, it's okay for me to dream it. It's okay for me to think about it. It's okay for me to journal about it. But man, I'm not talking about, you know, I don't know if I want to say it out loud. Because what are people going to think? What are people going to say? So now what, what could have taken a month took a year. And so after a year, because he, he caused the delay himself, after a year, Jim finally gets it. He gets the promise. He gets it. He receives it. And people in church are congratulating Jim. Oh, my God. Hey, brother Jim, God bless you, man. That's amazing. And then he goes around telling people, hey, guys, just so you know, God spoke to me about this over a year ago. This is something that I had in my heart. Glory to God. And people are like, glory to God. Yeah, but what Jim didn't say was, yeah, but God told me to take him public 11 months ago. And so I was too scared to take him public. So I don't know. If I would have said what God said to me 11 months ago, I don't know if maybe I would have had it 11 months ago. And so, so now what I don't know is, is how much of a delay I caused myself because of my lack of faith. And so I'm telling you, there are people that are going to get to heaven only to realize that, yeah, maybe you still got it. You were not denied, but you were delayed because you were afraid to say what God said. Anyone can announce something after it's done. Anyone can say, oh yeah, when this happens, guess what? I was believing God. Yeah, but why didn't you say it before? Anybody can give God post-performance praise, but I'm saying pre-performance praise. Can you say it by faith? Can you say it? Even the heathen can say something after it's already done. I'm saying you, you got to say it before it happens. You got to have the audacity to take God public, which leads me to my last point as I close. Number four, speaking the language of faith is an expression of your confidence in God. Listen, I'm giving you like a whole faith refresher in 20 minutes today. This is a whole lot. So you might need to watch this message again. But I know that speaking the language of faith is not easy. I, I know that like, like, you know, I've been there many times. You're fully persuaded by God. You, you know what the Holy Spirit is deposited down in your heart. You know what the Holy Spirit is leading you to say. But you also know that if you say it, you're running the risk of looking foolish. And I've been there a bunch of times. Like, you know, I, you get these thoughts like, okay, but God, you want me to say it. But, 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 but what if it doesn't happen? Like, what if I miss God? What, what, what if, if this thing that I'm believing God for that I think that God said, maybe it wasn't God, it was me. What if, what if it's a selfish desire? What, what if it never comes to pass? What, what, what if I say it and, and, and I put it on Facebook and I said it and what if it doesn't happen? How's that going to make me look? What are people going to say? What, listen, that's the reality. At the end of the day, I've been there more times than I want to remember. I have missed God. I've said stuff and it didn't happen, right? You know, I've run the risk of looking foolish many times. And sometimes I have looked foolish. Nobody's perfect. We're all humans. And you're going to miss God sometimes. You will make mistakes. Look at me. You will make mistakes. But watch this. You can never hit a home run if you don't take the swing. You can never walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. So yeah, you can play it safe. And you can say, I'm only going to say what God said until after he does it. You know, uh, you can play it safe and just wait until after God does stuff to then say, oh, you know what? God has been talking to me about this for two years. Okay, cool. That's cool. You can do that. You can do that, but you're only going to get to heaven to realize that you cause yourself unnecessary delays. Remember, God speaks to our to be stage from our right now stage. He calls those things which be not as though they were. And then he expects us to say what he said. How long? Until we see what he said. At the risk of looking foolish. As I close, I can't tell you how many times I've done it. I've said it. I've taken God public. And then I, when I'm done, I'm like, okay, God, now I said it. <laughs> Oh my God, I said it. I said it, but I can't, you know, I can't do it. I don't have the money. I don't have the, I, I don't know. I can't do it, but I said it. You told me to say it. So I said, it. I announced it. 
Now, if you don't do it, it, it won't get done. And so, God, please don't let me look stupid. I don't want to look stupid. I know that, you know, I represent you, so don't let me look stupid. I'm only doing what you want me to do. But I believe it pleases the Father when you have the confidence, the audacity to go out there and say, you know what? This is what God just spoke to me. This is what God announced over my life. I believe God is doing this in my life. And guess what? God just said this and God is leading me to say it out loud. And I believe it's coming to pass. I believe it's only a matter of time. I believe the father is pleased when he has sons and daughters who have enough confidence to say what he, what he revealed, right? To say what he said until they see what he said. Say amen to that. This is the language of faith. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I live by every word you speak to me. Now, you've given me your written word, but you also speak to me through the Holy Spirit. And you reveal to me what you planned for me before the world began. I believe everything you reveal, no matter how impossible it seems. And I have the audacity to say what I see until I have what I see. <laughs> so I will announce it if you lead me to announce it at the risk of looking foolish. I speak the language of faith daily. Therefore, I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on the subscribe button. Get the messages. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day. Do me two favors. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read those comments. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. And this may be a message, like I said, that you need to watch again because I covered a lot in a little bit of time. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.